Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Convo Podcast. I hope you're all keeping well and you've had a great weekend. Before I get into this, can I just say this weekend has been amazing in terms of the music that's come out, like shout out to Nikki, shout out to J. Cole. Um, just been vibing to their music this entire weekend. It's been great, um, especially considering the way the weather is here in the UK. It's been great to just have good music to listen to, so shout out to those guys. But um yeah, let's 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 make a start with this with this episode. Um so as you can see from the title, obviously I'm talking about why being African is being seen as like being unprofessional. Like I, I guess the better way of phrasing it is why it's unprofessional to be African, right? And I I think it's weird um as someone who you know has been sort of working on like with other people and organizations different places um seeing you know other people walking um and doing stuff and also like speaking to people around me i've realized that it's kind of like as a black person particularly an african and i guess this kind of in fact you know what let me just let me not limit it to africans right let me limit it to being black as a whole right it's kind of like being black is kind of unprofessional and it's it's so weird to me um why it is and you know when you kind of become aware to these things it's like you see it a lot more which is mental because it's not something that you should really have to deal with but yeah so that's that's basically the crux of today's episode and I guess I've, I've kind of thought to myself and breaking it down into three things that I'm going to go over um in, in sort of the episode right so the first thing is the sense of tokenism um the second thing is the culture and the final thing is our apparel so first things first let's talk about tokenism so for those people that don't know tokenism is basically a sort of symbolic act to basically just pander to whatever you know the issue is at the time so for example if it's a racial thing you know they do all these talks and stuff like that but without any real significant change no real significant action so a good example would be like the premier league and football clubs having a a weekend away from social media due to you know racism and you know you ask yourself as a black person like what's that really gonna what's that gonna solve like okay cool you're not posting for a weekend that's not going to stop, you know, people from being racially abused. So that's that's basically what tokenism is in a nutshell. So in terms of looking into the workplace, right, I feel like you're only allowed to express your blackness when it's allowed, right? I feel like you, you're only allowed to be black, you know, when your organisation is doing things like celebrating Black History Month, you know, or in schools when they have international days and stuff like that. It's kind of like that's the only time that they're like, okay, cool, you know, you could be yourself. You could be the real you, right? And people might think that I'm stretching it and stuff, but I just I, I just think, you know, why, why is it that organisations as a whole, you know, across different industries, they only wait till there's something like you know the unfortunate incident with George Floyd and the other you know black people that have been killed due to systemic um, racism 
um, when there's stuff like BLM protest, you know, Black History Month, to show their support. And I just think to myself, it's like, okay, you wait the entire year for this period. It's kind of like, okay, cool, we do everything, um, business as usual. And then when it's this, you know, month, okay, cool, let's give it to the black people. Let's recognize their individuality, right? Um, and let's give them the opportunity, I guess, to, to feel like it's a safe space to be black, right? And to me, I just feel like it's ridiculous how, you know, as a black person, you you kind of, you can't be yourself. Like, every black person that I know, even me personally, we have all tailored ourselves. We all have different personalities, um, depending on where we are, depending on the environment. Right? And I'm not sure if that's the best way of describing it, but, you know, we, we all, we, we've been, I don't want to use the word groomed, but our minds have been tailored, which is basically grooming, I guess, to, you know, act and mould ourselves in a certain way um, when we're in certain situations. And I feel like that's that's bad, right? Because it's like, why why do I need to change who I am in order to fit in? with other people who it comes naturally to right why do i need to change my individuality to another person's you know illusion of what i should be whereas for them what they want me to be is their own version of individuality so they get to keep theirs but then i have to tailor mine to meet theirs right and there's a whole sort of power struggle i guess and not even a power struggle because it's not like you you've, you're fighting back against it it's more like you're being forced, you know, to change yourself depending on whatever situation you're in. And I feel like a lot of people need to look at, you know, tokenism and realise that, look, it's not just when BLM is trending that you need to show support. It's not just when BLM is trending or, you know, there's conversations about black people that you should allow them to feel comfortable with being who they are, like everyone deserves the right to to be comfortable in their own skin to become comfortable in knowing that they can be who they are without suffering any repercussions for that so that that's just tokenism in a nutshell for me and i don't think there's more that i could say that you know wouldn't just be me harking on the same points i think you know hopefully that got across to you guys in terms of what i'm trying to say but i feel like you know we do need a lot more safe spaces for black people that are just outside of you know the events or the seasonal acceptance of what it means to be black so moving on moving on from there to cultural so bicultural i'm talking everything basically so i think the first thing i'll start off with when it comes to cultural is language right i realized that you know if you go to schools if you go to you know your workplace um even just walking down the street right you have people who speak i want to say european languages so french spanish german um even polish romanian um they speak it in their office areas and everything but when it comes to black people it's like you can't speak you know yoruba you can't speak Igbo, you can't speak you know our traditional languages i don't know sort of offhead other traditional African, you know, languages that don't have English mixed in with it because, yeah, I'm just more focused on the Nigerian side, the ones that I do know. Um, but it's like, 
you you just can't you can't like you don't feel comfortable speaking Yoruba to your fellow Nigerian, um, and it's it's weird. Like you know, I had a situation with someone I spoke to where they they were reported by another Nigerian um, who said that they were speaking Yoruba to them, and I was like, why? Like you're both Nigerian, you're both Yoruba. Why can't you speak Yoruba? Like, why must you be communicating in English? Like, okay, fair enough. If if it doesn't make you feel comfortable, that's fine. Tell the other person. But then you going to report it, 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 to me, it just shows, like, you know, there's another side to, you know, this sort of restriction that, you know, we have in terms of expressing ourselves through our language. Um, And I realised as well that... You know, a lot of a lot of new generation, I guess, um, particularly um, Africans and Caribbeans that were born, you know, abroad in the West, in the UK, in the US. Um, I'm I'm not sure, like in terms of the stats, but it just feels like it's not something like our home languages aren't something that a lot of us practice. And what I mean by that is not that you don't understand it, but, you know, it's more like you have your short burst where you speak it, but it's not it's not prominent in our vocabulary. And to me, I just feel like, you know, is it a situation where, God forbid, in the West, right, African languages kind of just disappear, right? And, you know, if you look at it, most parents communicate to their children in English maybe they have the little like I said the little burst where they talk to them in their traditional languages when they don't want no one else to understand what they're saying but then you think how many of those children are going to grow up teaching their children the African language um how many of their children their you know second generation third generation are going to be exposed to that language on a consistent basis so that's just that's just something like you know you never there's no yes or no there's no certainty or that but I do hope that, you know, that it gets to a stage where Africans feel comfortable in talking in their home languages because I don't see why they, they can't, why they shouldn't be able to. Um, the next thing, I guess, is in terms of just traditional, um, you know, the way we carry ourselves, I guess, um, in terms of the culture. And one thing I've realised is, you know, because most of the people that are our bosses, most of the people that, you know, are the employers or recruiters don't really understand the African traditions. Um, they find it difficult to manage people who have been brought up in a certain way. And what I mean by that is a lot of African kids are brought up, you know, to respect your elders, to not talk back. And, you know, in a business place, right, you're always going to be overshadowed by the person who's the most vocal in the room, right? And I, I've, I remember I was doing a sort of training session and, you know, the person mentioned that, you know, a problem that African kids, black kids in general struggle with, and this was coming from a black person as well, was that they, they don't know how to express themselves in a way that you should express yourself when you want something. And what I mean by that is, say, for example, if you, if your manager, you know, is being a certain way to you 
a lot of black kids will more likely just take it um, whereas a lot of white kids or other cultures are more likely to speak out on it right and that's just down to the way we're brought up we're brought up to respect our elders to respect those in more senior positions to us and I feel like a lot of people don't understand understand that right and then you know the whole African culture doesn't really fit into the professional environment because the professional environment is tailored towards a certain way that African culture isn't right so that's just that's just one side I just wanted to drop down I think there's not much more that you can say about that um so moving on to the last one the last point I think is in terms of our apparel right and you know I I just wanted to 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 say on this one because whoever said that having a suit is the only formal you know dressing that you can have right why can't you wear dashiki why can't you wear you know traditional african stuff like abada and all of that stuff why can't you wear that you know to and and be seen as professional or be seen as just normal casual dressing right why why must it be you can only wear those clothes when it's a celebration of african culture right and it's just like saying okay wearing a suit will be a celebration of you know western culture it's not right it's the norm so why can't that be for traditional african clothing um and obviously you do have situations where you know stuff like gillies and stuff are worn um you know for celebratory purposes but not all african clothing is just limited to parties and celebrations and stuff right we do have casual clothing that is traditional that we can wear however that's never seen as just casual it's always seen as oh it's something special right so yeah i think to be honest um to round everything up right because i noticed in terms of you know i don't want to be going around in circles in terms of repeating but I just think as a whole, right, being black in a professional environment is quite difficult. Um, it takes a lot of skill to manoeuvre, which I don't think isn't is appreciated enough um, by other people, by other races. Um, I, I don't think a lot of black people feel comfortable in their work environment. Um, even though they put a smiley face on, I don't think they are 100% comfortable um, and I feel like there's a lot of work that needs to be done by people, you know, empowered by recruitment, by human resources, etc., 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 to create a situation and an environment where everyone feels comfortable to be who they are. Um, and also internally, you know, I feel like the black community as well, we should, we should be more open to accepting who we are right we are black we are africans we are caribbean and there's nothing wrong there's nothing unprofessional in us being who we are right you shouldn't just save your personality for when you leave your workplace you should be able to be able to to show who you are your individuality you know and feel safe and not feel like you'll be punished for doing that so i i that's just sort of my observation and there's there's a lot more that could be had with this topic to be honest um and it's just one of those things that i think you know a lot of people 
don't really notice a lot of people sweep under the carpet see it as a norm um see it as the usual and i just feel like it's something that's really affecting a lot of us um whether we know it or not um so yeah so that that ends this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it um please let me know what you think like i said you know get in contact with me on at the podcast convo on twitter um and yeah i I hope you guys enjoyed it it'll be good to hear your thoughts and hope you have a lovely weekend and week ahead so thank you guys and peace out Thank you.